When you think of the Nintendo 64, you probably immediately think of a certain bird and bear and their classic platforming adventures. And if you don't, then, well, that's fine. There were some great games on the Nintendo 64, particularly a lot of Zelda games. But that's beside the point. I need to talk specifically about games similar to the old bird and bear. Banjo-Kazooie was a beloved game. I absolutely loved it when I was younger. I loved it when I was older as well. But... We haven't seen quite as much in the world of the collectathon platformers recently. We've seen revivals of beloved series, and the closest I think we've gotten is seeing Ukulele make its return. And you know what? They're all good games. Uh, we, we've seen, again, games like Spyro make their return as well. But I don't feel like we've had anything aside from Ukulele that has quite captured in the same way a game like Banjo-Kazooie. And don't get me wrong, there have been some close ones, there have been some ones that have definitely tried to make the same kind of game and done a good job of it. But Cavern of Dreams is a game that I think finally nails that formula. This is, as the name suggests, a dreamlike game set in a cavern. Uh, that <laughs> That's an oversimplification. The point is that you'll be, you'll be making your way through very outlandish worlds as you explore these different... Uh, I was, I was, I was going to say it's like a cavern, but to be honest with you, there are parts that go off into different magical areas. Uh, there's one point where you meet a kappa sat by a lake, which also has an underwater graveyard and a church and stuff. The point is, this is a game that is just as abstract as many other games of its kind are. You go through a portal and all of a sudden you're in a vastly different type of world. It's great fun, uh, it has such a varied style to it, and on top of that it gives you the multiple weird powers that you have become accustomed to in games of this kind. So what makes it special? Well, that's the thing. There isn't a great deal that makes it stand out as being special, more the fact that it is able to just encapsulate a feeling, uh, a joy, a nostalgic urge to play this kind of game again. Everything in the game just works like clockwork in the best possible way. Everything gels together well, everything works brilliantly, and in terms of the actual gameplay side of things, as you develop new abilities, you do feel compelled to go back and explore everything you can, anything you might have missed. And it does open up new opportunities. If you're not a big fan of the stylings, the sort of Nintendo 64 style game, because I should clarify, this is a game that looks just like a Nintendo 64 game as well, then maybe this might not be one for you. But even so, if you feel like giving it a go, you absolutely should. If you're on the fence about it, you're not sure if it's going to give you that same feeling you had when you were sat there with your three-limbed Nintendo 64 controller, then don't worry. This is an absolutely top-notch homage to a series of games and, in fact, a, a, an era of games that deserves to live on.